up, dude? <coughs> What's up, man? How you been? Good. I've got this cold that's just the worst right now. It's going over, it's going all over town. Everybody, every, it's like COVID. Everybody's getting this cold all of a sudden. Is it COVID? No, it's, I, well, I don't think so. I mean, I haven't tested, but I don't think so. Because I know a lot of people have had a cold and have tested negative for COVID. So I'm thinking that's just what I have. I've sneezed more times today than probably the rest of 22 combined. I must be north of 30 sneezes. I Same. love sneezing, though, so I, 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 I'm kind of jealous of that. Well, honestly, so do I, but when your nose constantly itches and you're just living on the verge of sneezing or not, it sucks. It's so frustrating. Yeah, I do hate that, like, uh, what do you call it? That, like, feeling of, like, I got to sneeze, but I can't sneeze. But, yes. like, when you actually sneeze, it's so, like, relieving. I don't know why. It's, like, uh, it's a weird... Phenomenal, right? Yeah, no, I get it. I, I mean, it kind of feels good. It's like a relief. Yeah, yeah, and like, uh, I feel like you're getting. So my like the on the Italian side, I asked like my like old heads like one time, like when I was like I don't know, like eight, nine, maybe ten. I was like, why do we yeah. think God bless you? Like after every time you sneeze. Yeah, and they said that like when you sneeze. You're getting out the demons which inside you. So it's oh, like, yeah. God bless you. Like, you're getting demons out of you. You're doing a lot right now. What's going on? No, I'm just I just putting a dish in the dishwasher that I forgot to put in after I ate. So I'm done now. I was taking a sip of water before that. So now I'm done with both of those. Now you're good. Yeah. Now, I love sneezing. However, sneezing while driving is maybe the top 10 scariest things in the world. Because you just have to close your eyes for a second? Yeah. Yeah. And I, don't, I don't know about you, but I, I sneeze violently. Yeah. I mean, today I have been. I'm normally, though, I'm normally, I, I have a feeling you're the exact opposite. But I hold in. Yeah, I don't, like, hold in my sneezes, but you don't like how you do, like, the, as opposed to, like, letting it go. I do that more often than. Just letting it go. But today I've been letting it go because I've been doing it so much. Oh, I let go no matter where I am. Yeah, I like, know. It's like in, like in college, in class, did you like let it go? Because I never did. Yeah, I did. I held it in. No, fuck that. Like, yeah, like I have to sneeze. I'm going to sneeze. Oh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> like, I was going to hide. Like, oh, shit. Like, like, yeah, I have to sneeze. Like, what do you want me to do? Like, just cover it up? Like, I can't do that. Like, I want to let it go. Like, if I have to sneeze, I want to let it go. Like, we, we both agreed it feels good to let go. I'm going to let go. Yeah, but also, like, I don't want to just, like, make everybody look at me like, oh, shit, he just sneezed really loud. I mean, like, sneezing in general is loud. Like, you don't have to be obnoxious about it. Like, I knew one kid in high school that, I mean, I don't know if he couldn't help it because it was always a fast sneeze. But he sneezed very, very loud, and like it was all—it was very fast though. So I can't tell if it was always like real or fake. But like sneezing is generally loud, but just not overly loud. Yeah. You know what's interesting is my dad always, no matter what, always sneezes twice. I I got one better for you. 
My dad, no matter what, sneezes eight times, no matter what. Eight? Eight. Like, it's like, not, like, it's, it's not like a chew, a chew, a chew, a chew, a chew, a chew, a chew. It's always a chew. Wait 10 seconds. A chew. Jesus, wait 10 seconds. It takes seconds. like a minute and a half. <laughs> yeah, it's all, like, I wish you could, like, physically see, like, my dad sneezing. Because no matter what, it's eight times in our, no matter what the situation is, where we're at, what's going on, always eight sneezes minimum. Like, I always wondered how the, like, what does our body do that forces us to, like, determine how many sneezes we're going to have? I, so, usually I'm one sneeze, like, I, like I'm one sneeze type of guy, but yeah. yesterday, I was just thinking about this, too. Yesterday, I was in, I was in, um, I was at the school, and I was in the weight room, and I had to sneeze, and I sneezed three times, like, damn, that's a record for me. Like, I've uh, never, like, I've always just been a one or two sneeze max. But yesterday, I was a three sneeze, like, type of guy. I was in groups of three all day today. And that's really? like, it was, it was like three minimum. Yeah, every, every probably 45 minutes to an hour, it would be three sneezes. Yeah. So, like, my dad, like, eight times. Like, he'll be sitting on the couch, huh. and I'll say, bless you the first time. I'll say, bless you the second time. And I'll wait until, like, he last sneezes. And then I'll wait like a couple seconds, and if he doesn't sneeze, I'll say "bless you." Yeah, I, I at this point with my dad, I don't even say it after the first one because I know there's going to be a second one, and so I just wait until after they're both out. Yeah, like I, so I just I just wait for my dad to have the one time where it's just like one sneeze, like me. So that's why I always say it after the the first sneeze. No, but like seriously, my dad sneezes minimum of eight times. Over, like, a probably, I would say, like, 45 seconds to a minute period of time. So, it's not, like, consecutive, like, probably, like, your dad, like, what you're talking about. But it's still, like, in one sneeze repetition, I would say. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder, like, what determines that. Because it's, because, like, it's, it's, like, not, not everybody sneezes the same way. And you think they would. Like, what? I don't know. It's just, it's weird. Because basically, a sneeze is just, like an irritant entered our nose and it's just like a reflex to get it out. So why does it take some people eight and some people one? I don't know. I mean, like, but like, and like, he, I, like, I feel like I never sneeze anymore. Like in like middle school and like, it, no, more like elementary school, middle school. I sneeze like, not like regularly, but like probably twice or three times a week. Now it's like, I sneeze once, a, once a month. Huh? I feel like I'm good for probably a sneeze or two a day. Nothing crazy, but, you know, a fairly frequent, fairly regular cadence. See, I wish that was me. Like, I love sneezing. That's, but I only, like, I, maybe I love sneezing because I only get to experience it very sel- seldomly anymore. I'll just start tickling your nose. See, I don't get that either. Like, like do you ever watch cartoons when, like, Characters had to sneeze, and they would hold up a finger to their nose, and they wouldn't sneeze. No, not really. Oh, forget it. Well, that was an interesting conversation to kick things off. I know it's a, this is the first one we had in a while, too. Yeah. How was O Youngs? O Youngs. Oh, it was awesome. Correct. How often do you go there? So I go there every Wednesday, no matter what. 
Okay. And then who's working tonight? So, all right. So, <laughs> the reason why you go every Wednesday, well, the past. Oh. So, so it picked. So I didn't go there for a while because of me being sober from January to February. And then I went a couple times. I went like once in February, but then in March. Like Wednesdays, like I do the after school program at my school, but then I don't lift. So like Wednesday, my off day from for, from the gym. So like I have nothing to do. So like Wednesdays, I'd be like, okay, let's like let's celebrate kind of thing, and like usually like like I cook big on Sundays or Mondays. So I have yeah. like a lot of food like for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday type of thing. So yeah. Wednesday, I'll like be like, okay, conserve last meal I have for a Thursday lunch or Thursday dinner and, like, go out to eat at O'Junks. So, for, like, the last two or three, maybe four Wednesdays, I've gone to O'Junks, got dinner, drank, and, you know, talked to Brenna. However, I get there today, and Brenna's not there. So, you know, I just talked to the dude that's there, and he's a new dude, and me and him, like, just, like, hit it off. Like, not hit it off, but, like, we're talking sports, talking about betting and all that. It was fun. And then I like me and the owners, uh, or the one owner is like are just talking bullshit type of thing. So it, it, I love our junks. I was all, I was the only one there at a point for like probably the last forty five minutes I was there. I was the only one that was there besides the people that are coming in to like pick up their food, like sitting and drinking at the bar. And it was the bartender, the bar back, and the owner. Yeah. I love our junks. That was a great day. <laughs> it's a phenomenal and, and a, a phenomenal day in general, but then a legendary day in terms of like story wise. Well, for for some more than others, but um, I wish I had a bar like the Jugs. I mean, like the bar I go to, the one that I, I mean, I've told you about it. It's it's not bad. It's like a sports bar. You walk in, it's got like tables, and you know, I sit at the bar, and it's got like a, it's got a bunch of TVs and stuff. But um, Ojungs, the best part about Ojungs is that like. You, you're pretty much only option is to sit at the bar. And the fact that it's a circle, so everybody kind of looks at each other, it just yeah. like is a place, it's a place where you go to like, like talk to people or talk to the bartender. Like you're kind of forced into just like, all right, I can't just like, if there are people in there, conversation's going to happen, right? Like that's just what happens. Yeah. That's the vibe I got from the one day I was there. Well, why do you think but, I love it so much? I could just yeah. talk my, my, my face off. Yeah, exactly. But the bar I go to is like, well, I go there, I order a beer, I sit in silence for the entire time I'm there, and then I leave. It's just like, people go there to just like, either just like go with their friends and like be on their own with their friends or sit in silence. Like there's no, and I'm not saying I go to a bar to try and meet strangers, but like, the, I mean, it, it, I mean, well, I guess it was because that bartender at Jugs was just like the love of my life. But um, so that's, definitely skewing my opinion but i wish i had something like that but i do not you know, place, to... you, you know what place was like that um i don't you you probably remember the name i built that dive bar we went to on the last day when you guys were in chicago fryer tux fryer tux yeah yeah that place had the same thing it had the circular bar and 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 the bartender knew me knew us right away by saying okay you're not regulars what do you want or where yeah. are you from yeah and she, she was like, she's like the old school, like, neighborhood bartender. Where, yeah, like, probably been working there for, like, 30 years. Oh, probably 40 years, dude. Whatever, yeah. Yeah, dude, she was old, and she knew right away we were, like, 
outsiders. Yeah. And, but, like, when I was told jokes the first time, like, they're like, the the owner, well, I found out, like, I didn't know this at the, originally the first time I went, but the bartender was like, so you new here? Or like, where are you from? I was like, I just, I literally just moved in here, like, today. And she's like, oh, where are you from? And we, like, we made, like, conversation. Yeah. That, that, that was that was Dorothy or Dot, whatever you want to call her. And the next day, I went there with Gay One Alex to visit me. And she's like, oh, you're back again already. Like, I've, like, like in our group message from home, like, there, <laughs> there's a message from Gay that says, first thing we do is walk into a bar by Connor's apartment. And the first thing that the bartender said is, oh, God, you're here again. <laughs> Fitting. So, like, but, yeah, I mean, and also, I mean, it didn't happen tonight, but Brenna, for the last, like, three times I've gone to that bar, she's, like, under, like, or, she's not charged me for how much beers I've drank. Yeah, you told me. So, like, but tonight, because there was a new kid, like, didn't, like, know me or anything like that, he charged me for the amount of beers I drank. Yeah. But, like, you know, that he, he's doing his job, but, like, that's another benefit of going there every every Wednesday. Yeah. Well, I mean, considering – I'm sure they're not paying as much taxes as they legally should be. They can afford to skim the price of a beer every so often. Yeah. I mean, I don't care. The food's good there, though. Oh, the food is good. I love the – that mac and cheese that I had there was awesome. I thought about ordering that tonight. I didn't order it. Have you ever I, had it? No, I still like every time like it's I look great. at the menu, I I think about you saying the mac and cheese are really good, order it. And I just never do because like I don't like I wanna I wanna eat like and I know the mac and cheese is not gonna fill me up. No, dude, it filled me up pretty good. It was it was like a heavy serving of All mac right, and cheese. But you, did, you or know, get like mac and cheese and like like a side or something. I don't know. Get like do they have wings? I don't know, get mac and cheese and wings. There, there's so like before like when I first started or first started like going there and realizing realizing that food was good, I made a list of things that I wanted to try like and get out like out of the way. There's only two things left on the list that I need to try. It's mac and cheese because you said it that it was really good. Because if like you didn't say that to me, I would just like brush it past and the wings. That's the only two things left on the menu that I have to try. Well, get them together, and then if worst case, you have leftovers. There's not gonna be, le- you know how much I eat, dude. There's not gonna be leftovers. Yeah, no, I know, but that, I'm telling you, that mac and cheese filled me up. Like, I remember we went back at night, and I was like, "Fuck, I'm not hungry, but I want to eat something just because I should." Because I'm not gonna be eating until like I'm back in Chicago. So, um, but it was good. And they put the breadcrumbs on top. See, I'm not norm- normally a breadcrumb on mac and cheese type of guy. I usually like just like extra cheese on top. Nah, see, I like it because I, I like a little crunch. It, I mean, like a subtle crunch is good. It's not like too much. Too much breadcrumbs would be an issue, but they, they did just the right amount where you, you could notice it, but it wasn't like overwhelming the rest of the dish. Yeah, see, I like the crunch of like cheese when it gets hard, like the cheese crunch compared to the breadcrumb crunch, if you, if you understand what I'm saying. No, I don't think I've ever had a cheese crunch in mac and cheese. It's always just been creamy, cheesy noodles, and the crunch has always come from the bread, the breading. No, like, you ever get, like, your mac and cheese that's, like, really caramelized on top, like, really baked hardcore, 
and get that like that crunchy cheese. Like you almost get like a pizza, like cheese top. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Okay. But maybe I'll do that next Wednesday. I'll just try it. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna be you're gonna be able to start going to a Jones and watching baseball. That'll be nice. So on Friday, I'm going to the Phillies home opener. And yeah. I thought, one of the guys I work with was I, he might be going I don't know but I got great seats for a great price but yeah I'm I surprised I thought about going to Jung's beforehand but she said screw it I might go afterhand but next Wednesday I bought day game tickets at 105 so I think I would just keep my like Wednesday night Jung's for after the game just walk back to Jung's and just start drinking the eating. Because I'm on spring break all next week. I don't have to worry, oh, worry about, yeah. like, I don't have to worry about, like, waking up early or anything like that. Yep, there you go. Do it. I'm excited. Baseball's back. It's a beautiful I te- thing. I, I text you this, but I'm so fucking pumped that you're, like, an official baseball fan now. Yeah. No, I mean, well, the Sox will have my interest as long as they stay. I, I will throw a disclaimer out there that it's not going to be this year. It won't be next year. Hopefully, it's not for a while. But if the Sox ever start being terrible again, I'll probably lose interest. But for the time being, considering that we are not only a playoff, but a legitimate World Series contending team this year, like, I'll be watching every game that I can in full. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, kind of fair weather. I like. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I admit it. A little bit of fair weather. Fair weather fan, but like I, I just appreciate like finally, like between all my friends that I talk to on like a semi consistent basis, like you might be the one of the, I mean besides Ryan Marcu, might be one of the few like baseball fans that I can talk to every day or like be like yo like the, like are you excited about like opening like tomorrow, you're gonna get a text that says happy opening day. Yeah. Well, it's not opening day for the Sox until Friday, but. Did their game get canceled or was it always Friday? I think it was always Friday. I looked at the schedule uh, and it's weird how it's like not, there's like a lot of teams that don't start until Friday. Well, so the Phillies, like, so before the lockout, they always had this series scheduled for Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So they always uh, had Thursday off. Um, maybe that's how it is then with the Sox. I'm guessing it is. I'm just guessing because, like, the Phillies are in the same situation. Like, they, they had a weekend series with the A's scheduled. So, I'm guessing that's how it was. But, like, the only reason why I asked was was it canceled or, like, or moved to Friday is because I saw two games. I know the Yankees and Red Sox for tomorrow's game was already postponed till Friday. That's why I asked. Wow. Yeah, I think. I'm bummed, though. The Sox play at – I have to look. But I think they play at um... – 1210. And I'm not going to be able to watch much because I have a work meeting at two that I have to prep for. Damn, dude. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, 1210. Hope Malt, but yeah. Oh, well, I'll have Saturday and well, I, don't even, I don't know. I'll figure it out. But anyway, back to your point about I mean, I will concede that I am a bit of a fair weather fan. But what I will say is that, in my opinion, a true baseball fair weather fan is somebody who's going to be excited for like the first week of the season. And then not care until if their team makes the playoffs. Whereas I will watch, like I said, probably 75% of White Sox baseball games in full this year. And no. in my so, opinion, that, that, there's, that's like the middle point between a Fairweather fan 
and a non-Fairweather fan is somebody who is like me. No, no. No, the biggest difference between a Fairweather fan and a baseball fan is if you go through the dog days of summer with your team. Yeah. That, that's what I consider. Like, if you're one of these guys that just don't care about anything until the playoffs, fuck you, dude. Like, you, we, you, you had 162 games to so fucking watch them at least a couple times throughout the year until they just made the playoffs. Like, but in the dog days of summer, where that's the only game, early sport, like, on air yeah. to watch each night. And, like, you have to, like, not going to lie. Like, baseball is not the best to watch on TV. Like, let's be honest here. So, no. like, if you have to, quote, unquote, suffer through 90 innings of baseball for each night, seven days a week, five, six days a week, depending on the week, like, you, you deserve to be labeled yourself a fan. However, if you're one of these fucks that just don't give a shit until October, fuck off, dude. Like, people yeah. have gone through the ringer with their, their team because of it. Yeah, I mean, and I'm not, I mean, I'll have the game. I, I might be multitasking. Like, I'll watch the game, and I might, like, you know, be doing something else. But I'll have the game on, at least, and I'll be paying attention. It's just that you know, I'm not going to be, like, glued to the screen for the full nine innings, you know. Yeah, but that's fine, dude. That, that, that's completely fine. I just love the fact that I can just, like, no matter what, I can, like, and I'm different because, like, I get entertained by sports compared to a lot of people, especially with baseball. But I can turn on a game each night throughout the whole summer and watch the Phillies. Yeah. See, that's the one thing where I can watch. Baseball is one of the sports where if it's not my team, I can't watch. Like, I just, I don't care. Like, if, if the Royals are playing the Indians in an AL Central game, I don't care. The, I would only care if I was relying on one of them to win or lose for the Sox's sake. But, I mean, it's just like, I will only watch this baseball to watch the Sox. I mean, I, like, I love watching, like, rivalries, like, Yankees, Red Sox, um, fucking Giants, Dodgers, like, fucking... Like, and, and like, but also again, I like, and I've said this probably a thousand times on this po- on this like co- podcast. But I thrive on hate. So if the Mets are playing and they're on ESPN or whatever, and I'm watching them, I'm rooting for like whatever team they're facing. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, we had this conversation two days ago. I'm in some instances the same. Yeah. My my hatred of North Carolina. Yeah, I get that. I, I, but again, I thrive on hate. Like, like I will watch a sport to see a team lose more so for a team to win. I feel the same way. Like, after, after Penn State lost to Iowa, I was pissed. And when Iowa lost to Purdue, I had the biggest smile on my face for like a whole week. It was glorious. So there are instances where like, I'm in the same boat. Not to the extent you are, but I, I know where you're coming from. Yeah. So. But, yeah, I, like, so football's number one. I, we've had this conversation before. Football's number one. I I go back and forth with baseball and hockey because, like, if the Flyers are playing and the Phillies are playing, I'll watch the Flyers before the Phillies. However, I think if MLB against random NHL – I'm watching MLB first. I think I don't know. 
Again, it depends on the teams, too. Like, it's the Marlins and the fucking Rockies, and then, like, the Rangers and Bruins playing. Like, I'm watching the Rangers and Bruins playing. But NBA is always my last option. Oh, yeah. I have not watched. The Bulls are they, the Bulls officially made the playoffs. I will not willingly put on a Bulls playoff game. I might watch them because my friends will all be watching, and if I'm with them, whatever. But I will, under no circumstances, be like, oh, wow, can't wait for the Bulls game tonight. Because I could not care less. Ah, uh, see, like, see, like, I care about the Sixers. Like, I love again. It's like apparent. Like, I love the Sixers, but like, I love the Eagles. Uh, like, probably ten times more than the Sixers. Yeah, and and listen to this, Saturday, right? Sixers playing Philly at one. Okay. Yeah. Phillies play their like. Night opener at four or four thirty. I think it's four, right? Yeah, it is four. The Flyers play in Philly at seven thirty. Dang. Xfinity Live is gonna make a lot of money that day. Xfinity Live is gonna be insane. And think about all the fucking hot chicks that go through that. Yeah. Wow, like that—that that is a day. Are either the? I mean, this are the Sixers in the playoffs? Yeah, they—they're—they're they're fighting for the number one position right now. Yeah, they probably won't get it. What about the Flyers? Oh, they're—they—they they suck. They're bottom five or six in the league. Yeah. Sound so, like the Hawks. Yeah, but just like if like, so you could time it up where you get if you go to the Sixer game, you'll be out in time for the Phillies game, but depending on how long the Phillies game go, you might not be able to time it up to go to the Phillies game directly to the Flyers game. Yeah, no, I but, doubt it. Baseball games like three and a half hours these days. Well, the average time for MLB game is two hours and 58 minutes. That's it? Yeah. I feel like I never saw a Sox game that took less than three hours last year. Maybe one but, of those things. I don't know. Maybe I'm just not misremembering. I don't know. Because I always feel like they'd play like a like a six ten game and it would end at like nine thirty. Maybe. But know. like I honestly thought about like buying all three game tickets. Wait, so the the Sixers are at home and then in the matter of three hours they're gonna convert it to a hockey rink for the Flyers? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. They've done it a couple times this year. Interesting. You could just buy a ticket to the Flyers game and then or to the Sixers game and then after the game just go hide in the bathroom for a few hours and you get free tickets to the Flyers. I know. How sick would that be? I mean, it's not like the Flyers are selling that game out, I'm sure, so you can no, find a pretty good seat easily enough. Oh, they're not. They're not. Yeah. It's awful. But Fuck, man. Yeah. I might drive up to Maine on Saturday, though. For what? So, I like, I want to say I've been in every state, and I haven't been to the state of Maine yet. Have you been to New Hampshire and Vermont? I've been to Vermont, but I haven't been to New Hampshire, but you have to drive through New Hampshire yeah, that's, to Maine. Yeah, that's why I asked. You can drive through, like, either one to get to Maine, I feel like. Well, Vermont is, like, you would have to drive up to Vermont and then hook a right to get to Maine, but like 
from where I'm at, you have to drive. But no matter what you do, no matter where you come from, you have to drive through New Hampshire to get to Maine. Oh, I, yeah, I'm looking at a map. Like I thought Vermont and Maine touched, but they don't. But yeah, you uh, you you cannot get to Maine without going through New Hampshire. Correct. So, um, I haven't been there yet, and I want to get it done. So I'm trying to. You know, my road trip's going up this summer, right? So. Yeah. At the end of that road trip, besides Maine and Rhode Island, I would I would have hit the forty uh, is it continental right? Continental, yes. the United lower forty eight. Yeah, yeah, lower forty eight United States. Because you would, I mean, I'm assuming you'd swing up through instead of going through Connecticut into Massachusetts, you would probably stick to the right and just go through Rhode Island and then up through Massachusetts, right? Well, no. So here's the thing: the, there's a, there's a there's a minor league baseball team, the Double A. Affiliate for the Red Sox that is the Portland Sea Dogs. They have a game at one. So I was thinking, leave my place. How, by like, yeah. By like, it's like six. It's like six and a half hours. But with the way I drive, I could probably make it in like five hours and forty-five minutes. So well, are you gonna hit like New York traffic? I guess it's a Saturday, but it's a Saturday, and I'm leaving like at the crack of dawn. So like. Dep- I, like, I don't yeah, but if you leave at 6 a.m., you hit New York at what, like 7.30, 8 o'clock? Yeah, on like a Saturday, though. It's not like a, yeah. bro- like a yeah. Monday. Yeah. So, like, whatever. So, like, I would drive up straight to Maine, go to the baseball game, drive back, hit Rhode Island. So, oddly enough, I've done this for years, but, like, for, like, since, like, high school, but I didn't realize it until high school. Providence, Rhode Island is massively Italian. So I was gonna stop there on my way back, eat dinner in like their little little Italy type of thing, and then drive yeah. drive back to Philly. Huh. I'm still deciding it. Yeah, I've I've I need to. I've not been to anywhere further. I've been to Boston, but that's the closest I've been to that part of the world. You've been to Boston though, right? Yeah, that's what I just said. I went to we went to visit Derek when he lived there. Yeah, and I missed it because I was at the NFL draft. Yeah, that's right. God, that was a great weekend. It was the first weekend in April, first or second, I don't know, whatever it was. Whatever no, the NFL draft. Third. It was a third. Third. All right. The the third weekend. Which still in Boston could be very hit or miss weather wise. But it was a we got it on the I flew in on a Friday, um, like first I landed at like nine a.m. It was like the earliest flight out, and that whole day it was like seventy degrees, maybe even seventy five, sunny. We went to the Cubs Red Sox game, sold out Fenway Park on this beautiful beautiful night. It was it was a oh, it was glorious. Yeah. Anyway, give me a give me a give me thirty seconds. Yeah.
All right, we're good. All right. Fuck, man. No, that uh, so wait, you would do the whole thing in one day. You would drive to and from Maine in one day. Yeah. Dang. A lot of driving. It's so different for me going to going to Penn State and then driving back to Philadelphia. I mean, a what do you mean? Different. It's like twice as far. No, it's like a couple hours farther. Yeah, you said it was. Call it six hours, right? Yeah. That's double how long it takes to get to Penn State. Isn't it about three hours? Yeah, I mean, yeah, but, like, I'm not tailgating or anything like that. No, I know, but that's just you're, that's 12 hours of driving. That's literally half the day in a car. Yeah. Which, if you do that in a straight shot, I mean, I've done that in a straight shot. I did that when I did my road trip. I did a it was 11 and a half hours from where I was in Montana to um, uh, wherever I stayed in North Dakota, wherever the capital of North, Bismarck, North Dakota. Um, wasn't that bad. But in breaking it up, I feel like it's 10 times worse. I don't know. I feel like 10 times, like, I feel like me breaking up, like, I'm scared. I'm going to be sitting for three hours at a baseball game if I go Saturday. And then, like, I'll drive to Providence, which is two hours. I'll eat dinner for, like, Maybe say like an hour tops, and then I'll drive home for I don't know four hours or whatever. That's not bad. Yeah, no, it sounds pretty. <laughs> it does not sound like fun to me. I'll tell you that much. That's like me. I, that's literally me. I'm just thinking this through. Driving to Midland to watch a baseball game. The loons, right? The, yeah, that's right. The Great Lakes loons, and then. Driving back, except swinging through Detroit, which is about as out of the way from Midland as um, Providence would be getting back to Philly. And then eating dinner in Detroit and then driving back to Chicago. Yeah, like, it's not fun, but I have to do it. You don't like, have to do it. You're no, choosing I, to do it. Well, I, like, I have, to be, I have to get to Maine at some point. Yeah. But so you, you could want- always, like, stay overnight. I don't want to do that, though. Exactly. Like, I would do that if someone was, was coming with me. However, like, no one's coming with me. So, like, I'll just drive up, drive back, and go from there. Yeah. Well, if you want to, more power to you. Well, yeah, I'm going to. I just don't know when. It's either this Saturday, either this Saturday, Monday, or sometime in May. Well, if you do it on Monday, then you probably will hit New York traffic. And plus, I can't get to a baseball game on, on Monday. Like, if, yeah, I'm so driving, if I'm driving six hours, I want to make it at least something. Like, although, I, I mean, how, how far into Portland do you have – how long how far into Maine do you have to go to get to Portland? I think it's like an hour and a half. Yeah, so if you didn't go to a baseball game, you could just drive into Maine, get off at the first exit, go the other way on the highway, and drive through Rhode Island. You'd save three hours. I thought about that too, but like, I, I, I'm debating it. I'll see. I'll see how messed up I get on Friday night with the Phillies game, and then, yeah. and then determine what I'm doing on Saturday morning. Do you walk to the Phillies from your apartment? So I'm, I, I would. So on Wednesday I will. I'm walking yeah. to and from. Um, on on Friday my mom's going with me to the game, 
So she's uh, picked me up, and then we're going to the game together. Okay. Couldn't you take, like, a bus or something if you wanted to? I have no clue about the bus schedule here. Uh, so, like, I haven't. And if I take the train, I would have to walk a mile to Broad Street to get the train. And that's just not worth it to me. So, like, there's been Flyers games and Sixers games and Eagles games, for that matter, that I've walked to, walked to and from to. Yeah. No, that's uh, that's how it is. I mean, I could either – if I go to a Sox game, if I took public transportation – I'd have to take a bus to the train and then the train to the stadium. And that would just be a hassle. That's the problem about – there's no easy way to get to where the Sox play. Yeah, I mean, it's so down south towards no, – like, especially it's, you. I mean, it's, I mean, it's not that far south. It's, it's just like in an awkward spot. I mean, it's right off of the train tracks. If I – well – let me take that back. It's not far from the red line. And the red line is what you take. Like, when remember, we took the train to Wrigley. We took the red line. Like, you could take one train, and you would go from literally Wrigley Field to guaranteed rate on the same train, and you'd be less than a block from each stadium when you got off. But that's that train is far from me. Yeah. So, like, but, like, the thing with me is, like, if I didn't want to walk, I could Uber for around, like, 26 bucks. Like, between, like, depending on the rates and something like that, between, like, 25 and 30 bucks. But, like, parking at the stadiums for the Flyers, Sixers, or Phillies is, like, 20 bucks for yeah. $22. So, it's, like, don't want to deal with the hassle of, like, parking and then walking or, like, parking and then trying to get out of the stadiums. Or do I just want to, like, go? If I don't yeah. feel like walking. Honestly, driving for me the, is the easiest way to get to a Sox game. And it's the same thing. It's like 20 bucks to park. But the only problem is, like, if I go to a baseball game, I'm going to have at least three beers. Yeah. And they're probably all going to be like a 16-ounce IPA. And I'm not sure how much I'm going to feel like driving after I have three 16-ounce yeah. IPAs. But oddly enough, when we went to the White Sox in 2008, Probably a different parking lot, obviously, that, that you're using. But we we had to pay $44 for a parking spot in the Sox. Huh. The only reason why I remember that is because that was the most expensive parking spot we've had ever on our baseball trips, even compared to the Yankees. Because the Yankees, this is $42. Well, if you go to a Cubs game, it'll cost you 80 So that's because there is no parking. It's all privately owned lots, and they charge you an arm and a leg because – there's not that much parking. Well, for the Cubs, we took the we took the yeah, train. Yeah, exactly. That's what everybody does. You either take the train or you Uber or whatever. Which but... I'm so glad we did too, because that was like a like authentic Cubs fan experience. Yeah, oh, getting off the red line at Wrigley with all the other Cub fans is great. It's so much. I mean, oh, yeah. as a, even as a non-Cub fan, it like really gets the excitement going. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I feel like I feel like even though Philly doesn't have like a train, like they do have a train that drops you off right at the stadiums. They have two trains, actually. Like, the fact that I, they have Xfinity there, like, that's what gets gets my juices going. Like, getting your Xfinity, everyone's there, everyone's thinking about the game, everything like that. That's, like, like that's what gets me going. Yeah. Dude, you would, uh, you would love, I mean, you got, I mean, you kind of get that on Clark Street, 
where the where the Cubs play by Wrigley. But where, where I, what you would love is you would love going to Clark Street on a college football Saturday because pretty much every one of those bars is affiliated with a college. And so you have all these fan bases. Like there's – I know there's the Penn State bar. There's an Iowa bar. There's a Indiana bar. There's a Nebraska bar. Um, there's a Michigan bar. Like all – and like – on game days, all those fans are just like at their bars and they all just like come and go in the same area. It's actually, it's pretty fun. Cause like, you know, it's just, well, a lot if, of if, rivalry. If, 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 if the bears weekend works out, we'll, we'll go to a Penn state bar on Saturday. Yeah. Hopefully hit a. Dude, hit the Penn state. Well, if, if the Penn state bar, the good one is reopened, but I don't think it will be. That'd be great. But the one in Wrigley is – it's not a bar. It's a restaurant that has TVs. It's a barbecue place. And it's just like – it's just not – it's not a great atmosphere. Like, I'll just okay. – it's, it's, right. it's fine. Like, you go there, you get to watch the game instead of the bar. But, like, it's not like a rowdy fan base or anything. I'd rather not do that then. I just thought about, like, the Clark Street experience would – Yeah. Well, we – honestly, I, I – I, I went to an, the Iowa bar for an Iowa game. It was awesome. It was a classic bar that, like, you, you, they're packed in, like, sardines. It's an older bar. This little nook in the wall, not that big, but it is to the rafters with Iowa fans. They're all going crazy. Like, you know, the, the, the PA system is blasting the game. Their beers are flowing. Like, and it was them versus Colorado State. Like, it wasn't even a big game. Yeah. So, as much as I wasn't rooting for Iowa, it was still fun to be there. So, you know, you, but that's because – there are 5,000 Iowa grads in a three-mile radius of that bar, I'm sure, whereas there's not even 1,000 grads of Penn State in the entire city of Chicago. That's, uh, that's, where, that's where it sucks. We just don't have enough. Like, I, I'm bet sure, there, like, I, bet, I bet there's a, more than 1,000. I just don't it, Well, yeah, there probably is, but, like, you know, it's like they're scattered all over and, like, people, like, you just don't have the density to, like, make it yeah. rowdy. No, I get that. But if if the if the Bears game works out that weekend, Saturday morning or afternoon, whatever whenever Penn State plays, go to the Penn State bar, come home, hopefully Saturday night there's a United Game Center, whether it be the Bulls or Blackhawks, Sunday Bears game, Monday, whatever. Yeah. Harold, well, what if the United Center game conflicts with the Penn State football game. What would you do? Probably Penn State game. Good, because that's what I was going to say. Maybe there'll be a United Center game on Friday night, which would be... Well, I can't do Friday nights. Well, then how the hell are you going to get here on time for Penn State football on Saturday if it's on 11 a.m. kick, say? Well, hypothetically, I would either drive to Penn State on Friday night, get there by, like, 1 or 2 with Logan still being up there, and then leave at, like, 6 and then drive to Chicago. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is if – Penn State is away, and they are playing at the – and you're in Chicago. 
Would you? What, what is your plan? The Eagles game is on Sunday. When do you plan on getting to Chicago? Friday or Saturday morning, depending on when Penn State plays on Saturday and if I can get a flight Friday night or Saturday morning or if I have to drive. Okay. Well, you'll be able to get a flight. If you book it far enough in advance, it's like a 100 bucks round trip, Philly to Chicago. It's dirt cheap because they're both hubs for American Airlines. Um, there's like 12 flights a day. Um, probably more, honestly. But anyway, um, but I'm saying if let's say you're in Chicago Saturday morning and Penn State has a 730 kick, let's just say they're playing a night game and there's also a 730 Blackhawks game. Are you watching the Penn State football game or are you going to the United Center for the for the game? Well, Penn State because it's a night game. It's probably a huge night game. game. Well, what if it's like last year when they played Indiana in the night game? Probably Penn State because I want right. to experience I want to experience the the Penn State bar scene in a city, especially how you have said it's it's awesome. Well, the Penn State bar maybe not so much, but the other college bars yes. But okay, good because I was going to say there is for me just because I live here there is no circumstance where I would go to either a Bulls or a Hawks game over watching Penn State football. So yeah, fair. Just making sure. But I already know the Bears Eagle game is going to be on the White Owl week, White Owl weekend. I already know it. <laughs> October 29th would be the 30th, would be the Sunday. Yeah. Well, here's what we could do. Um, man, what if the Bulls, what if the, what if the Bears? Eagles game is the primetime game. And so you wake up and you drive to Chicago with me and my parents. They drop us off. We go to the game and then you fly back Monday morning. I would 100% do that. Yeah. What well, do we have to leave at like 6 a.m. though? They do anyway, my parents. But you, you gain an hour. So my parents normally leave. My parents normally leave at. 7 a.m. Um, and they are back in Chicago in Geneva, which is further than where we'd be going, and by normally four o'clock. So we'd probably be at my apartment by like three thirty. Okay, that could work. We would just have to host. I just don't want to be like in the stadium after. The game starts. Well, yeah, I mean, if we're but if we're there, if we're at my apartment at three thirty, we turn around, we leave for the stadium, even at five, right? We're still going to be there by before six for a oh. seven fifteen game. Oh, 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 I'm thinking prime time is like four four o'clock or four twenty five. No, 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 no. Oh, I was thinking, I Sunday. was thinking like this. Sunday I was thinking game. like Sunday night football. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. I always consider oh. prime time like the night game. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Oh well, that in that case, hell fucking yeah, dude. I don't care. Well, there's a very – that would require many, many things coming together that are unlikely to happen, but – Well, what we'll was the, the, that would be a great parlay to take, that Penn State plays a night game that weekend. The Eagles and Bears play that weekend as well, and then the Eagles and Bears play that Sunday night. Yeah. It, it, that would be a great parlay. Well, we already know when the Penn, the Penn State game is already locked in. Like, Yeah, so it would – 
so that'd be a great parlay. So Bears and Eagles play that weekend, the the thirtieth, the twentieth, and thirtieth. But then the Bears and Eagles play that Sunday night. Yeah, which is unlikely to happen because I don't think that's a good enough game to warrant prime time. Yeah. I love Chicago, man. I love Chicago. Me too. That's why I live here. Dude, I'm pumped too. Springs and summers in Chicago are awesome. Like being able to be outside, like we'll like so many days during the summer, like on a Saturday, we'll just, we'll wake up, you know, like, between one and two, we'll, like, bike to the lakefront. And we'll just, like, hang out. Like, it'll be a group of us. We'll hang out at the lake. We'll drink. We'll go back to somebody's apartment, like, order food, hang out, and then go out at night. And it's just, like, such a – it's just, like, you can be outside all day. It's great. It's, like, by the lake is awesome. Looking forward to it. Well, that's what – that's what – like, I, I have a balcony. Like, every time it's got, got up to, like, 65, I've sat on my balcony and just drank. Yeah. I don't, I don't really use my deck unless we have people over. I don't know. I think it's like a calm and like relaxing sensation kind of thing. Yeah. I like it. Mine isn't very calming because I look at a gas station and the highway, which are like both very hectic environments. And it makes it kind of loud. So if I were like on a side street like you are, it's a different story. Yeah. I guess. I mean, I look at like a sound barrier to. to no, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm pumped. You can you saw my place too. Like I'm pumped for that. Yeah, honestly, it was better than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, it wasn't that bad. It, you ha- I mean, you had, considering you had in-unit laundry for a place like that, that's like a rare find. Well, yeah. And the fact it's me, too. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, when I tell my friends, hey, come down to my place, they're always like, oh, shit, it's, 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 it's Connor's place. It's not like, like someone that has their shit together. It's, 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 it's my place. It's really not that bad, though. I like your neighborhood too, even though I only like walked to and from O'Jones. No, my my neighborhood's awesome. It's all like families and shit. Yeah, and Philly, like, it's the, the way Philly is laid out versus Chicago. It's so interesting, just like seeing how different cities like are like the urban planning, like Philly, like. All of the buildings, all of the houses are like attached. Like they all are just, it's the whole, the whole block is just each house is like one continuous building with just different doors. Yeah. Where Chicago, it's all individual buildings with like a little narrow pathway, but they're like individual houses, right? And they're just like broken into apartment units. Yeah. But it's very interesting to me. Does Philly have alleys? We have alleys, but, like, there's houses in them. Yeah, like, I mean, that's how Chicago is. But you know how, like, New York doesn't have alleys? Like, is that – is Philly like that or no? Uh, like, we have alleys. Like, I don't, I don't know what you're saying. 
Like, where do you take out your trash to? The street. Not the alley? No, like the street. Okay, because I take my trash out to the alley. But, like, Kelsey Bowman takes her trash out to the alley. Okay. That's, but, know. again, that's the funny thing about Philly. Like, where I live, it's all, like, neighborhoods and shit like that. Like, in, like, where, like, girl, girls I used to talk to, like, in Center City, they, they would have, like, places where, like, the trash would come by and, like, pick everything up at yeah. once. And like, where does Kel- where does Kelsey Bowman live? Fairmont. So like, where's that? So basically, Center City, which is like down, I guess downtown compared to like other cities. So yeah, I know, take, I know, I know Center City. Yeah. So take Center City. You're basically looking at like the the northwest corner of Center City. Oh, okay. Is that like by like the art museum and all that? Yeah, that's like, that's exactly what it is. Okay. So Not bad. No. But sh- like that that is like that's all old school Philly. Like her her street is probably like no lie, ten feet wide. What street does she live on? I'm gonna I'm pulling it up on Google Maps. Perot. It's P R O T. Okay. Like the first Sorry. time I drove, like I made a left onto Perot Street and oh, I sure. immediately re- regretted it. P E R O T? Yeah. Perot Street. Oh, she's right by the Eastern State Penitentiary. Yes. Oh, that's 24th Street. Jesus. You weren't lying. It's not a bad, not a bad road, though. I could never live there. Why not? What's wrong with it? It looks, it looks pretty nice. It's too cramped. Like, mad, like, to me, imagine if there was ever a blizzard. How the fuck are you, like, shoveling or getting your car out or like getting yourself out. That's that like that's my first thought when I walk like drove down that street. Yeah, I don't know. Does she ever go to the Hilltown Tavern? No, she goes to uh Bishop's Collar and Black Taxi. Oh there's the Bishop's Collar. That's a hell of a name for a bar. Good place too. Yeah it looks good. But I'm looking at I'm just looking at Google Maps and yeah the Hilltown Tavern looks pretty good, too. I've never been there, actually. You said the Black Taxi was the other one? Black Taxi and Bishop Collar. Yeah. These are all, like, corner neighborhood bars. Like, damn, I wish I had one of those. There's a few of them in Chicago, but I don't live by any of them. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, so she's right by the art museum. Damn, she's like a quarter mile away if that. Yeah. That'd be a good place to live. There's no parking in Fairmont, though. Well, that's, yeah, that's what, because the roads are five feet wide. Yeah. Like, the last time I went to visit her apartment, 
I drove her out for probably 10, 15 minutes to try to find a parking spot. Damn. I don't drive anywhere in Chicago. I bike or I take public transportation or Uber. See, Ubers get too expensive. Like, I don't know what it was, but the first night that I Ubered here in, like, July, it cost me $70. It was $25 to start and then $45 to come back to my place to Uber. Damn. But ever since then, it's been, like, cheap. Yeah, it's gotten a lot cheaper for us, too. But it's also nice because me and my roommate, like, do – we're we're in the same social circle, so like we always, if we're going somewhere, nine times out of ten we're going to the same place. So we just like split the Uber. Yeah. But, like even like how we talk about like walking a Philly game or like e waves or whatever. Like yeah. it's, depending on like the time, the rate, everything, it's between like twenty five thirty bucks. Like I'll walk yeah. thirty five minutes to save myself fucking like. 15 bucks like oh yeah so would i plus i like walking like i go for i go for walks in my neighborhood all the time i just like put in headphones and i walk probably like that's probably about 30 to 40 minutes to a little over two mile walk it's quite nice yeah i walk the same walk that we went on like it's the big triangle that you make yeah yeah i remember yeah not a good coffee shop i stop at from time to time I don't do that. Uh, you know what? You know what was interesting to me. So there's this coffee shop I go to pretty often. If I ever go to a coffee shop, I go to this one. It's like a mile down the road, but it's a good walk, and I it's it's like a really like you would call it a hipster coffee shop. I would just call it like a coffee shop. But anyway, I was in there on Sunday. Because it was a nice day. I was like, I'm going to go for a walk, you know, get a cup of coffee. And I, like, bring my computer and I just, like, dick around or whatever. Like, read articles or whatever. And so I'm in there. And it's, like, two-ish, about two o'clock on a a Sunday afternoon. And this place was wall-to-wall packed. Like, every seat taken. And there was, like, a downstairs and an upstairs. And every seat was taken. And I was sitting in... Like, I was, like, upstairs. Like, the upstairs has, like, sort of a balcony that looks out over the rest of the coffee shop. And so I'm sitting, like, on this balcony in a seat. And there are people to my right and to my left. And, like, you can't help but sometimes just kind of catch a glimpse of whatever they're doing on their computers. And they were, like, doing – all of these people that I saw were all, like, doing homework. And I'm thinking to myself, are these all, like, college kids or grad students or something? Like, what, what, are, like, what else could they possibly be doing – in a coffee shop at 2 p.m. on a Sunday other than schoolwork, which is confusing to me because, like, if I lived near, like, DePaul or Loyola, I would get it, but I am nowhere near DePaul or Loyola. I mean, DePaul is the closest, and it's, like, two and a half miles away from me. But, like, who the hell are these people, and what are they doing? Is everybody in online grad school these days? It was – I'm so confused. Well, that's why I've always wondered, too, like, Temple kids, like – yeah, they like most of them probably all live around Temple, but do some of them like live in like South Philly and then just take the train up to Temple? Like it's a, probably like a four mile like ride or four mile distance, but like, they're, like like what's the what's the deal with like college kids in like cities? I you know I wonder that too, and I mean if they were, there's no easy way to get to DePaul. I mean, I'm, oh, there might be a bus, but if you wanted to take the train, you'd have to transfer. 
And there are other neighborhoods that are, because DePaul's na- neighborhood is more expensive than mine. Um, so it's, it's cheaper to live here. So maybe that's part of it. But also there are other neighborhoods closer to DePaul that are equally as cheap and would be an easier commute. So I have no idea. But even so, the fact that like, maybe if there were like a handful, because DePaul's not that big a school. And if there's like 50 college kids in a coffee shop who all go to DePaul, like the odds of that happening are so low considering where we were and considering how many students actually go to the poll. That's like way too big a percentage. Yeah. So I don't know. I just thought it was weird. Or maybe they were, maybe they were working. I don't know. But it didn't look like it because they were like writing papers and shit. Who knows, man? Like, especially with like the pandemic or anything like that. There's so many kids that like, that go to school, but like, or like, just do online shit anymore, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But I do crack up because I walk. But the other thing is, there are a whole bunch of coffee shops in my neighborhood. And I walk past all of them when I do this triangle because I go through all of the rest, like all of like the commercial areas. And all of these places are equally as busy with people on their computers. And I'm just like, where did you all come from? Who are you? It's like every. 24-year-old girl with a MacBook Pro is in one of these locations at any given point in time. I don't understand it. It makes no sense to me. Don't ask me, man. Whatever. Like, I wanted to ask. Like, I wanted to ask this girl who was sitting next to me, like, what are you doing? Like, I am very confused. I have no idea what happened. I think you hung up. Did I? I put my hand in my pocket to pull out my phone, and then it just said you hung up. So maybe I hit the button. I don't know. I my 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 phone was on the uh, the coffee table, so like I was like, oh shit, yeah. what's going on? Yeah, it must have been me. So all I heard was I I saw this girl, or I, I I heard a girl. Yes, that's well. There was a one of these girls was sitting next to me, just like on her computer doing something that I couldn't figure out what the hell it was. Like at a certain point, my curiosity is peaked, you know. Um, and so I wanted to ask her, be like, "Can I just like ask what you're doing?" Because it seems like there are so many people like you in here who are like on their computers doing who knows what. But then I realized I just didn't care enough, so I didn't ask. See, I don't like. Did, did do you do you go or walk past the coffee shop that uh, we me you and Amanda and Will went to or no? No, that one's like even further. That one's too out of the way. Why? No, I was just, I was trying to get a, a a general sense of where you're walking at. I jeez. Um, I mean, we walked past it. It was on. You remember the park, the actual physical park. Like the that we walked past, I don't know if you remember it. No. Like, well, it's by there. It's whatever. It's not that important. But you did walk past it. Wait, the dog park? No, not the dog park. It's like I live in Wicker Park. It is the actual Wicker Park. It's pretty big. Is that on the corner? Like it's a triangle? Yes, it, that's exactly yeah. it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now. Yeah. So if you walk a little further past that, that's where this coffee shop is. Okay. So it's a good mile walk from my apartment, but 
I like going there because it's, it's like the most like, what's the word? It's like, it's not sterile. It's like, it's got some personality to it, which I like. It's got some character. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's why I like O'Jones. Yeah, exactly. City Life is fun. Yeah. Are you glad you moved to Philly? Because I remember you were, like, really on the fence about it. I'm glad I got I to experience the city life. Yeah. But I know for a fact that I don't want to live here for the rest of my life. That's fine. The only really key, can, like, only real part that I'm going to miss is being able to walk to sporting events. Yeah. But, like, whatever. Well, I plan on living in the city for a while. To me, like, visiting friends or visiting a city is more exciting than living in the city. I like living here just because it's, like, you never run out of stuff to do, like, you can always just go out and just, like, there's something going on. Like, I mean, like, I think it would be different if I had a friend group like you did. Like, you have, like, what? Like, a, a friend group of, like, what? 10, 10 to 15 people? Like, with, after, yeah, I, after yeah. you include all boyfriends and girlfriends? Yeah, probably. Yeah, roughly. So I think it would be different if, like, I had, like, that size of friend group here. Yeah, that's fair. Now, again, I mean, like, last week, a week ago today, was our one buddy's birthday. So we just, like, it was a Wednesday. We just went to a bar. And we were, like, I'll hang out at the bar. And then we all just, like, went home. But, like, we like, if I were living in Geneva – that wouldn't really happen. And if it did, it's like, well, then I got to drive there and I'm only going to have like a couple drinks. But like now it's like, oh, I just took an Uber. I could get a little buzz. I don't have to worry about it. You know, Uber back. <laughs> like, I feel like you only do that in the city. I feel like the, in the suburbs, it's like, oh, it's my birthday. I'll just have people over for a cookout, which is like fine. But sometimes it's just like, I did that when I lived in Midlands. It was just like, oh, we just go to somebody's house and we make dinner and have a couple drinks and then we call it a night. And I was like, yeah, every so often this is nice, but like if this is my entire social life, fuck that. And I'm 24 years old, like no, thank you. Yeah. Um, so that's where it's funny to be like, oh, it's a Wednesday, let's go get a little drunk. Why not? Stay out till midnight. Who cares? We might be miserable at work tomorrow, but whatever. It's one day. So. No, I mean, like, and another thing is too, like being 28, moving to the city. Like, I have a lot of friends that live here. Like. I know a lot of people that live here, like cousin, like family member or friends from college, friends from high school, whatever it might be. But like they have all their like if you live in the city, you're established here. Like me moving here as a twenty seven year old turning twenty eight, like I have to like barge my way into a friend group. Yeah. Well, I mean I, I guess I just I mean I mean I, I was in the same boat. I didn't live in Chicago until 
I was 27 years old, but um, I was just lucky that I had stayed friends with the people I'm still friends with. So I just was like, Hey guys, I'm here now. So. Yeah. But that's, but that's the thing. Like you, you, you had a friend group here that you were part of semi for like in high school or whatever. Like I was friends with individual people here, but I wasn't part of their group. Yeah. No, I get that. You know what? Honestly, my favorite part about living in the city is it's the same thing you being able to walk to sporting events is the same way that I have the ability to go to a concert no matter what. Yeah. Cause like if I weren't living, like I'm going to a show a week from tomorrow, next Thursday, an artist I really like, and like there's like a group of like six of us going. And if I didn't live in Chicago, I couldn't like come in from the suburbs. If it was like when I lived in Midland, I had to drive two hours to Detroit. Like, I can just I can just go. I'm like today yeah. we bought tickets to another show. I'm like that to me. It's like uh, next Thursday is Snail Mail, who I'm sure you couldn't care less about. Um, Never. But that but that uh, the uh, the one the tickets we the show we bought tickets for today is Father John Misty, who you're at least familiar with. Yeah. Sure. Honey yes. bear. Yes. So we're going to Father John. Eight of us. We bought a box. It's really? like you know, it's it's at the, it's at the Chicago Theater, which the Chicago Theater is like the most famous theater in Chicago, and it's like um, think of it like an opera house kind of where it's got like those like it's not a box, but like you sit in like a like a balcony, like a private balcony area. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the Sixers have that. The Flyers are Sixers. Yeah, yeah, I get you. No, but it's not like a sporting event box. It's like a theater box. No, which I is get. Different. Yeah, they have that. Oh, they do. Okay. Um, but anyway, yeah, we bought there. We, there was one of them that had eight seats and we were looking for exactly eight tickets. And so we just bought the whole thing. That's sick. Yeah. So we're going to, and like, it has, it has like good access to a bar. And it's got a good view of the stage. Like it was a little more expensive, but we're like, whatever, let's do it. Cause we all love father John. So we're just gonna, interesting to go for it. That's fun. What's that? Yeah. Uh, September 29th. It's a Thursday. That's fun. Which had, had the Penn State Ohio State game been on October 1st, I would not have been able to go, but. Yeah, we're doing no a lot for you. Because then there's another concert I'm going to on that Saturday. Who? So, the Avalanches. I've heard yeah. of them. I can't picture like remember a song they sang. I I am fairly confident you are not familiar with the Avalanches. They're pretty like obscure, but they're really good. They're like a Australian based. They're like not DJs, but they're like oh, it's hard to describe the kind of music they make. It's like electronic I it's weird. I can't even describe it, but it's good. But anyway, that's the whole point is you being able to walk to stadiums whenever you want is me being able to go to concerts whenever I want. Yeah. That's what I miss. But then again, I probably save a lot of money because I spent a shit ton of money just strictly on Philly game tickets last week and a half. 
Oh yeah, and, and then you go there and you spend another like at least fifty bucks on food and beer and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I I blacked out at a Sixer game two weeks ago. Jeez. Were you with anybody? Yeah, I was with uh, Gabe and Devin. We bought club tickets, Ooh. which besides like like the access to beer and shit, like that's all because it's all included, right? Like it's free. No, it's it wasn't. Yeah. So like the the money we spent on tickets was not worth it. And then I spent, I I spent a decent amount of money on on uh on beer that night. So, um, yeah, it wasn't great. That's the that's the night I got locked inside my apartment. Wow. <laughs> if you remember me telling you that story. Was that the ladder? Huh? The the ladder story where you had to like get the ladder to get in? No, with my with my landlord coming at like one thirty in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. And me me calling out to a random guy from my kitchen to apartment window. Yes. Yeah. Alright, yeah. So wait, like because there's a club at the United Center that I went to. My aunt and uncle got me Blackhawks tickets in the club for my 21st birthday. And, like, we had, like, did you have, like, a wait, like, a wait staff? No, like, like, the club seats at the Wells Fargo Center, you walk in, and you go to, like, a, like, separate, like, ele- uh, elevator system. Yeah. And you're at the club level. You go into, like, this club level where it's, like, probably, like, 10, like, probably five to eight rows of seats and then there's a bar and then there's like a private like like bathroom but like the bathroom is for like probably 50 to 60 people and the bar is for like 50 and there's no food there and then there's seats but like this like I paid $195 for those seats it was not worth it yeah so sweets at the Wells Fargo Center is when you have food that is directly there, a private wait staff, a private bathroom, just for like your group, and that's it. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's like a normal box. Yeah. This is but- club level at Wells Fargo was not worth it. However, when me and Abby went to the Flyers game with her friend, yeah, we had a private like um. It's called the cat, or it's called the Center City Club, where if you're part of this club, you go down to like the like the like the actual floor and ice like level of the Wells Fargo Center, and yeah. there's a bar there. And before the game, there's all you can eat buffet with like high class food. And then after like the game starts, it's all you can drink beer and liquor and wine for free. Okay. So I think... like, so like during like the period, I would go, I'd walk to the Center City Club, get like five beers, bring it back, we drink it, go. They bring back a couple beers during like intermission. We go back there, like it was sick. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that that's that because like the United Center has the same it has like club level seating. 
but then it also has um, like an actual club, and I forget the name of it. It's like sponsored by somebody, but um, yeah, you like you, you have a like there's a bar you can go to, but you also have like wait service. So a server would come around and like take your order. They had food and stuff like that and drinks, obviously. Um, I don't remember if it was all free, though. I mean, I was with my aunt and uncle. It was my birthday gift, so they like they picked up the tab. But um, if there was a tab, I, that's why I don't remember. But this is that's probably all you have to pay for is tip. Like I would just go up to the thing and be like, middle maybe maybe large. that's what it was. Okay. Yeah. How did you get those tickets? I feel like those are hard to. So, get. Abby's friend works at like an elevator company. One of his clients is the Wells Fargo Center. So, like that company, they like went in and did all the elevators for Wells Fargo Center. Okay. Okay. So his company has season tickets to the Flyers. They have eight tickets. Four in row five and four in row six. So, Abby's friend had tickets on a random Tuesday night. His boss had, it was him, his boss and three friends, right? Yeah. Abby's friend had tickets for those games. Like, I, when I asked him about it, he's like, yeah, I can pick up these tickets whenever I want to, basically. Jeez. So he picked up these tickets on like a random Tuesday just for the hell of it. Brought his girlfriend at the time and then Abby and then Abby's friend. Abby's friend like dropped out for some reason. So Abby asked me to go. I went. So it's and then the fact was um, this Abby's friend's boss goes, it's all you can drink. So make sure you bring people that can drink. (laughs) Sounds like you're kind of guy. Yeah. So, like, we, I sat row five on the ice. Damn. And, and I saw my first hat trick. That is the, like, first and only game I never wore a hat to for a flash game. Damn. Yeah. Who got the hat trick? Cam Atkinson. Well, no idea who that is. He plays for Flyers, but he got a hat trick, and I'm not wearing a hat, so I can't throw a hat on ice. Uh, oh, well. Would it have made it, or would you have hit the net? Were you, like, in the net area, or no? No, I was on the blue line. Like, I was directly on the blue line. Okay. Like, I'll send you a picture right now. Like, these were the – like, I glass seats. For, like, my parents bought me, for my 21st birthday, glass seats on the ice – for my yeah. first birthday, that guy had like um like free booze and shit. For, yeah. like, with the tickets, but these tickets were the best tickets I ever had in my life. Hmm. I've never had like really good seats to a sporting event like that. I've always wondered what it's like. I've always sat like upper deck, you know. Well, I prefer upper deck. I prefer upper deck to be honest with you because I can stand and it's cheaper. And you're like, you're 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 with real fans. Like down in these lower level 
like factions, you're with like business people that don't give a shit about the game. Yeah, I'm looking now. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that well. Although the when I for my birthday last year, my parents we bought Sox tickets that were like six row behind the the dugout on the first base side. Those are actually pretty good seats. Well, for the last day of school, the Phillies, oddly enough, had a one o'clock game. I brought row one tickets on the third base side. Dang. So, like, I'm hyped for that shit. Yeah. Sounds cool. And on, on my bucket list is to sit courtside for for Christmas game. Yeah, I couldn't care less. When I was at the Final Four in San Antonio, I, our seats were – we were really high up. But, like, dead center court – which to watch a college basketball game from that perspective was pretty cool. Yeah. Plus, I got to watch Michigan lose, which is also a beautiful thing. To who? What year was that? 2018. That's the year uh, Dante DiVincenzo scored like 40 points and just w- did not miss a three to Villanova one. That was against Michigan? Yeah, because Michigan beat Loyola Chicago. And I was with like my uncle who went to Loyola and like my whole family. It was just. A, it was a it was a lucky coincidence that half my family, who are big Loyola fans, were there. The other half, who are all big Kansas fans, were there, and both of those teams were in the final four. They they both lost, but they're both there. Was that Nova Gonzaga? No, it was Nova beat Kansas and Michigan beat Loyola. Oh, UNC beat beat Gonzaga the year before. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Wasn't that like a blowout too, like seventy-seven to like fifty game? Or yeah, something? There, that whole final four was garbage. The, no, none of the games were a single-digit difference. Hmm. This year's this was a good final four. I mean, yeah, it was decent. The Villanova Kansas game was whatever, but the Duke North Carolina game was really good, and the North Carolina Kansas game was one of the better championship games. In recent history, it was good. I wouldn't say it was great, though. I mean, it, okay, it was it was better than last year's. It was what was two years ago? None. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Three years ago was what was three years ago? What was twenty nineteen? Oh, the uh, Virginia Texas Tech game. Oh yeah, that was okay. That was all right. Maybe not great, but no, I that was a good game. I think this year's game was better. Um, 2018 was terrible. 2017 was god-awful. Because 16 it was, was the best. 16 was the best, by far. Not only was it great, but it was also great because I got to watch North Carolina fans go from the highest of highs to the lowest of lows in five seconds, and I was – Loving it. Oh my God, dude. It was heaven on earth for me. I spilled beer. All, I remember tweeting this out too. I spilled beer all over my apartment that night. And then I met up with Leanne at fucking Pickles. 
Um, ah, what a beautiful thing. I'll always remember that night. I still be over, over my par- all over my apartment, and then went to Pickles with Leanne. Yep. Let's see if my prediction holds true, where North Carolina loses by three in a championship game, and the next year they win it. I don't think they even make it to the Final Four next year. They shouldn't have made it this year. They should have lost to Baylor, and then they should have lost to UCLA. I think they're losing too much to make a run next year. We'll see. I was also wrong. I was reading. Um, what was I reading? Um, I, I, I got like the way too early top twenty-five for college basketball or something like that. And for some reason, I had it in my head that all of these people were like gone for one reason or another from the Big Ten. But if we don't find a competent big man, we are gonna be so bad next year. It's gonna hurt. Well, we have that freshman coming in. He, yeah, but I don't think he's going to play much. We need the portal. I was reading um, another article about, like, logical uh, targets for Penn State in the portal, and they're, like, the top guy was, like, some – I don't remember what school he came from, but he was, like, seven foot 240, and I was like, yes. <laughs> I don't care if he has the worst basketball mind of all time. If he's seven foot 240 – just put him in there to get rebounds and guard, and then we'll just have our guard score all of our points. Yeah. But because like Hunter Dickinson is probably going to be back, Kofi Coburn might be back, um, Zach Eady is probably going to be back. Like these are all dudes who, if we don't have a competent big man, we stand no chance. Especially Kofi Coburn. Yeah. And, and uh, Hunter Dickinson. I thought Kofi would, would leave. No, because draft projections have him, like, going undrafted, which I get because he has no NBA skill set. It's weird how he can have, like, a, a all-Big Ten or, like, all-conference selection, like, player of the year, or yeah. even, even, like, NBA player of the year, and they don't, like, have any, like – NBA draft stock. Yeah. Which he doesn't. I mean, I get it. I'm, I'm not – I don't argue that, even though he's dominant. It's just like game – it's a different game. He's one-dimensional. And he's not going to be – he'll be average size in the NBA. He's not going to be like, you know, bullying these guys who are three inches and 30 pounds lighter than he is. Yeah, like all Penn State. Yep. He'll be going up against people who are his size or bigger, who have inside-outside game. You know, and he won't stand a chance. Yeah. Just got to wait and see what happens. Yep. But, oh, I think Gibbs Shrewsbury – 2025. 2025 could be a a monumental year for Penn State sports. 2024 
football season. I've been telling you that. Yeah, I was thinking it was 25. So, okay, 2024 could be a monumental year for Penn State sports because that'll be the year that this recruiting class are all juniors for football. And it's also going to be uh, Shrewsbury's uh, third year, which by that point he'll have some of his guys under his coaching. So mark your calendars. And Chaos Anderson is going to still be there. Yeah. <laughs> I love how our wrestling team is like just so good. Yeah. Did I send you um wow, oh, what's that guy's name? Like arguably our most like of the past ten years our best wrestler by far. Not by far, but um like Bo was his name Bo something? Oh, fucking um I know who you're talking about. Fuck what what the fuck is his last name? I was gonna say David Taylor. Um Bo Pickle. Bo Bo Nickel. Or Bo Nickel. That, That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. He he like talks shit on Twitter and I it's it's against incredible. Iowa fans too. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, and he's like he's like he's like I was four and oh or like I was undefeated at Kinnick. Yeah or at a at a whatever the where they play, Carver Hawkeye. Something about just like and then, and then it was like like three and zero against them in like the 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 uh, the, the uh, wrestling tournament too. Yeah, he like never lost to yeah. Iowa. It's great. Yeah, I love and, that. And they take that more personally than like football trash talk. Oh yeah, I'm sure, yeah, no, they love it. Yeah, so that's why I love being able to say, "Fine, you guys beat us in football, but we're the more dominant wrestling program at least of the 21st century." Yeah. We're the Alabama football wrestling. Yeah, what do we have? Nine? What does Kale Sanders have? Nine national championships? Nine of the last 11. <laughs> God. You know, what I, you know what else I love? This isn't the case so much anymore, but when our volleyball team was dominant, that was fun. Oh, yeah, it was. Like, I remember, I think it was our freshman year that they was the last time they won the national championship. But I remember because it, like, it was like over winter break, and I was watching it. I was, like, getting really into it. <laughs> No, yeah, it was. It was awesome too. Yeah, because our volleyball team is like was like a, we what we won three national championships in a in a row, or did we win four? I think it was three in four years. It was something like that, but it was a lot. Yeah, I walked past uh, Russ Rose at one point, uh, sophomore year. Oh yeah, it was great. I was like, how you doing, coach? It was right at the uh, light at Beaver and um, Shortledge, right by the uh, Starbucks. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Interesting. Did he, what did he say? He's like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> One of my big regrets at college is never making an attempt to, like, talk to Kale Sanderson. Did you see him? No, but I should have. I told you, like, we're, like – he was college roommates as a wrestler with my cousin. I told you all this, I think. Uh, I might have forgotten, but no, you know, I, that's awesome. Yeah. Him and my cousin are like, are like boys, or they were. Like they, were, they went to Iowa State. They were both – like my cousin was like 
nearly an Olympic wrestler. They were both like like national championship caliber guys. Because Iowa State has had historically good teams too. Um, and yeah, like if I walked in and to Kale Sanderson's office, I was like, hey, my cousin is Derek Brown Sear. He'd have been like, get the hell out of here. Like he would have immediately known. So, That's but sick. I never did. Yeah. You should have. I wish I did. I really regret not having ever done that. Granted, I haven't seen my cousin in that particular cousin. I haven't seen him since uh, sophomore year of high school, maybe. Where's he live? Oklahoma City. Oh. Whatever. Kale would have probably kicked your ass. He probably would have. He could have. Whatever. Maybe one day I'll run into him when I'm back on campus. That'd be sick. Yeah. Whatever. Fuck. Yeah, dude. One more day, and then I'm off. Oh, you have a half day tomorrow, too? No, we had half days last two days. Well, yesterday was a half day in terms of school, but I had parents' conferences until 530. Uh, but today was a- like a full-on half day. I got out at 1030. And you have a full day tomorrow and then no school Friday? Well, I'm taking it off Friday. Oh. Well, that's weird how they have half days in the middle of the week. Yeah, apparently the administration wanted to fuck the teachers over, so they had it on Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, that doesn't sound like a healthy relationship. Not at all. Hmm. Well. So, whatever. Well, I guess time off is time off. Yeah. So, I'll just chill. Yeah. All right, dude. Well, about that time. Yeah, I got you, man. Good time. Good time doing this again. I yeah. think this is the first one since we've done since Vegas. I' pretty sure it is. I was thinking that too. So, good well. shit, man. Yeah, dude. Good stuff. Well, good luck Friday. With what? With the Sox play on Friday? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. And same with the Phils. Appreciate that. Of course. All right, man. Well, have a good one. Stay safe. I'll talk to you soon, all right? All right. You too. See you. See you.